Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> I gotta do better. I'll be like setting my alarm five minutes before it's time. <laughs> Goodness gracious. We back at it again. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. A Dizzle. What's up, fellas? What's good? What's, good? What's going on? Shit. Shit. Slow motion. Same old. Nothing new, same day. You, you you forget what day of the week it is. If the podcast wasn't on Sunday, I mean, <laughs> don't be knowing if it's Saturday, Monday. Yeah, man. All this shit just starting to starting to go together, dog. All, right. All this shit just morphing together, man. Killer, you were supposed to be out DJing last night, man. What happened? Rooftop vibes. Man, so I kind of just about two weeks out. Was talking with my people. Had a little ideal of doing killer vibes somewhere else other than my bedroom and uh <laughs> started started brainstorming some options let's do the rooftop because we got a we got a spot that has a rooftop that's you know accessible and nice little location so we have planned it up and uh up until like monday tuesday i had you know flyer made up everything to go and start checking the weather Low of 44, I'm like, hmm, be about 34 on that rooftop because it's going to be, you know, up on top of a building. So right. I started thinking about it more, and I'm like, man, it's going to be cold. Do I really want to be out there it's cold? <laughs> and it came, like, Wednesday, I think, and we looking, and it was, like, next Saturday, it's going to be, like, 80-something with a low of, like, 60. I'm like, so it's going to be, like, low 70s, headed towards 60s when they get to the dark. I'm like, Yeah. Might be better, so we decided to move it to next week, and uh, hopefully it'll be warmer. But it looks like it's gonna be a nice week for weather. So that's what's up, man. Hey, man, we all need it, man. We all need something to do, especially trying to be quarantine safe. A little rooftop action outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. So you ain't confined in no space with the with the Rona for well, potential Rona. Right, we gonna be masked up in there and. I even had a little homie gonna work the elevator for me. Like I had a whole little plan, so we just gonna move it back a week. And that's what's up. This time gonna go down. Definitely be on the lookout for that Dizzle. I saw the new PlayStation Five is getting ready to drop in November. I saw I'm the sorry. Xbox. What, what's going on? What What do you play on? Shit, I, I got both systems. I got I got the PS4. I got the Xbox One. I mainly be playing on the PlayStation though. I don't know what, why is this? I don't know. I prefer the PlayStation. It's a lot smoother. I play a lot of sports games, 2K, Madden and shit. So I don't know. It feels better on the PlayStation. I tried to get the shit. That shit sold out in about 30 minutes, man. I was online. I, I don't even. I don't ever do like the little sneaker drops. I don't ever. This is my first time pre-ordering <laughs> the systems. So I don't know, you know, what I need to do to be able to get it as soon as it drops. Nigga saying you got to get bots. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Oh uh, yeah, I know <laughs> I about had, the bot life. I had questions, man, because I was in the bar shop talking about this yesterday. So this new PlayStation number one, the first thing I, I learned yesterday, bro, I did not know video games was the C note, was the hundo spot. Like, when did that <laughs> happen in life? Because Last time yeah. I played video games, you was paying a hot sixty for the nice ones, and now sixty is the Reggie I hear. So. <laughs> sixty is the regular, which is fine. But okay, let's say I play two K, right? You could pay, you could pay for sixty bucks, and then as soon as you do your my career, your dude is gonna be trash. He, he ain't gonna have no ratings. He'll be breaking layups, <laughs> running slow, or you can pay for a hundred bucks. It'll get you five hundred thousand fake money that you can spend on your dude so you can get him get him right on his agility and his exactly right so off the in, rip he coming to the league at 85 something like that yeah he'll he'll come he'll be able to rank him up he'll be like at least at 83 or 84 where he can play you know what i'm saying he's playable yeah. so you can you can buy the 60 dollars version but your dude is gonna be garbage for the first month now, is is the my career something you do dolo and not online, or is that what you do online against people? 
oh, that's online against people. If you play, if you faithfully play 2K, you definitely got a my career, dude. The friends, I, the dudes I be playing with, we all hop on the my career and we be in the park, five on five against five other online people. So it, it get it gets down, and you don't want to so, be the nigga on your team that's trash, <laughs> getting us losses. They they got they gonna text you like, hey, we'll go spend some money and buy some buy some chips, huh? Yeah. So the days of like playing exhibition where you just you and your homies sitting around playing like that's kind of old school. Now it's just all that's online. a little old school. Yeah, yeah. I'm out the yeah. loop, loop. Back, <laughs> in, the back loop. in the day, me and my dude used to get a bag of quarters, and you know, I'ma bet eight quarters this game. I'ma bet ten. All right, I match you. Let's play, and then you know that's how we did all day long. Now it's, it's strictly online. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm gonna have to wait for the next release. I'm hoping that it only is a couple weeks after the first one. You know, hopefully by Black Friday, they'll let niggas uh, try to get it again. My thing is, why don't they just make a billion of them, bro? Because niggas are gonna buy it. It's not gonna you're not gonna be overstocked on Playstations. For that shit to sell out within 30 minutes is yeah. wild on all websites. Like I tried Walmart, Amazon, GameStop, Best Buy, none of them bitches was there. And what's this I hear about? Like there's a a disc a disc version and like a 4.99 and or three like a hundred dollar difference between two different styles. Is that what is that about? <sighs> so the the one that has the disc are a hundred dollars more. And I'm not even sure if anything else is different about it, other than it lets you put in a disc. It's so you I don't, can play your old games on it. Uh, or if your Wi-Fi trash. So the thing about the new <laughs> systems is you're right. going to need Wi-Fi to play certain modes anyways. Right. Oh, okay. So even if you got the disc, if your Wi-Fi is off, you're not going to be able to play online. You're not going to be able to get the downloadable content. And you can just play the the basic, (laughs) so you can just play the basic version. (laughs) But the digital one, it just you don't you don't buy disc. Everything you download straight from the straight from the PlayStation, which is what majority of people do. Niggas don't go to GameStop to buy the game no more when the game is a couple clicks away. You can just put in your card number and download. Exactly. So yeah, I'm definitely getting that shit. Yeah, crazy. man. So during so this whole pandemic, man, you know, just trying to find stuff to do, man. I when I saw the new Xbox and all that stuff coming out, I was like, man, should I get back into gaming? Uh oh. You like, might as well. I started thinking about And then I did my YouTube's. I did my YouTube's, and I, you know, automatically I was like, man, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just stick to something that I was good at. I was always good at the football games. Man, I looked at what Cass is doing on Madden now, dog. I'm like, <laughs> what? And, and it's like you said, it's not like just play the game. It's like franchise mode, and you gotta control the hot dog stands. You gotta <laughs> yeah. uh, the salary cap. Like, I just want to play the game. Give me the, like. Yeah. And, like, you don't – it's not even just, like, the 49ers versus the Bengals and they just play and you just go from there. You got to draft dudes. Like, look, man, I just want to play the game. Give me the game. Give me the controller. <laughs> let me play the game, dude. Like, so that was very discouraging, man, because, like, look, man, I just – I did – yeah, we got a lot of time on our hands, but that that's not some time that I'm willing to give up to be like, all right, draft some random dudes or draft you can, dudes. You can just play the league. game. This, you can play exhibition mode. It's just I ain't that. about to drop all that money to play uh, the computer all the time. I want to play right. people. I want to play people you, that you I can, know or people that I don't know. You know, that's half the fun, talking shit to people you know and winning. You can do that. Get you the chair and the headset and get, and get to Yeah. It. Man, <laughs> don't let that discourage you because you can play online. Like, that's when I play Madden, I do online. I don't I do not do the franchise mode. Um, And that's just you literally – it's just an exhibition game, and you Going just to pick your yeah, pick your it's team, like playing, and then it like match you up with, with your somebody. homie, but you just online. Yeah, yeah it'll match you up with somebody. Is the is the twenty one skunk rule still a thing? Yeah. Uh, no, that's not a thing anymore. Majority of the time, the person quits before it even gets to twenty one. If it, it looks, if it's feeling like you a down, you, you down fourteen, they give up. Depending on if you get like if you down if they down fourteen and then they throw an interception, 
before halftime and you get the ball at half, they probably quit. <laughs> Damn. All right, quick quick story about my last game in years, man. Uh, this was PlayStation 3 days. This is Yikes. the college football game. And, um, you know, back in those days, we would go to, like, pick a, a terrible school and try to build them up. So, like, uh, for instance, like, uh, I had, like, UConn. You know, UConn is terrible at football. And we build them up, like, five years down the line. They beat Ohio State. We rolling and all that type of stuff. So, this one year, uh, we're playing, like, in the Big 12 or whatever. And uh, my guy, he is up 14 to nothing in the fourth quarter on me. 14 to nothing. I come back, tie it up at 14. There's like, uh, I don't know, like two seconds on the clock. He attempts a 55-yard field goal. Air balls the field goal. <laughs> I take that bitch back to the crib for the win. And this is during, this is during like the the season, the dynasty, whatever you want to call yeah. it, mode. Yeah. This dude lost his mind and and turned the shit off. <laughs> he didn't want that on his record. He didn't want that L on his record. I was like, <laughs> no, nah, bro. Like, yo, I need that win on my record. He's like, man, run that shit back. I'm like, that's part of the dynasty, dude. That's an automatic dub for me. Like, well, right. well uh, let, let your computer decide. Like, they cheated me. <laughs> I'm like, hell no, they ain't cheat you. You missed the field goal. I, right. I had on I had on punt formation because I knew that shit was way too long because he attempted like a 50, <laughs> a 50-yarder before and he hit the uh, front of the goal post. I was like, he's not going to make this kick. That shit's going to be short. And he airballed that bitch. And I took that bitch back to the crib. So eventually that. He had to put his guy on computer mode so I could make sure I got my win versus that team, man. And that that's that's All my right. glory years, man. That's Auburn my glory years. Auburn, I see you. Yeah, man. Now nah, get that system, bro. It's a it's a whole bunch of games too, man. Just looking for an easy win out here. Nah, <laughs> I just know how much I be on it up. and how much entertainment it has brought me, man. It's it's a whole bunch of games for everybody because your wife might be next. She'll be up at midnight. You'll hear something. You'll you'll go in the living room and she on the game. Man, we still on the Wii, man. Playing Mario Party. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. That's, that's, that's the type of game we on right now, man. Old school shit. Y'all don't want to see me in the Wii bowling. I'm, I'm out here. You don't want no smoke. I almost I'm had a couple here. 300 games, man. On I got here, the man. sparkling ball. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> You're official. You're official. So, I got a big-time question for DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Because I already know what my answer is going to be. And I'm pretty sure I know what Dizzle's answer is going to be. So, I've been hearing Joe Button, Gilly Kid, talk about they've been approached by 6ix9ine, Takashi 6ix9ine, for interviews. And since this is a collaborative podcast, this is a three-man weave podcast, something of that ilk, you know, we want to run past the whole squad to see if we was down to do the interview with Takashi 69 So just just say Takashi slid in one of our DMs and said, hey, yo, I want to be on your pod, yada, 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 this, that, and the third. Dizzle, what would your response be? Um, Yeah. I would say, yeah, let's get the bag. Okay, now, Dizzle, what do you think my response is going to be? Yeah, let's get the bag. <laughs> <laughs> you wild. It's, it's going to be exactly <laughs> what you know it should be. It's going to be a no. It's going to be a no for me, dog. So, with that being said, all the pressure of a Takashi <laughs> 6 9 interview <laughs> will come down on DJ Killer Kev. If you can't make this podcast, is interviewing Takashi 69 or not? It will fall on you. The responsibility of the podcast blowing up to having Takashi 69 on there, or the possibility of the podcast having these Kev Nash morals, will all rest on you. What say you if Takashi 69 <laughs> was actually in my DMs right now saying, I want to do an interview on y'all podcast? What if? Just say, what if? He's in there asking right now. Let's get the bag. What's up? So, I will more than likely have to to hit up Dizzle and tell Dizzle to take the reins on this interview. (laughs) Kind of like Kev did on the Kevin Hart interview. No, I just, I had wrote down my little three questions and I was ready to go. Kev, Kev held the weight, so... Uh, I'll, we will definitely go get that bag. <laughs> uh, 
just because <laughs> there there would be no reason to let all that viewership after all these years of 212 episodes. Yeah, man. Sit back and let 213 be us talking about next week. You know, say we gonna have we gonna have that six nine on our plate. So hey, you want to get that back? I, I am I am glad you feel that way. I'm glad both <laughs> feel that way because ultimately <laughs> that probably but, but be the right thing to do. What I did not say is again I will write down my three questions and this is gonna have to carry the weight. Y'all wild. You don't have to carry it away because you're going to know what to ask. I'm just going to ask you questions like, you know, was the Fed jail that rough? You know, like, you know, (laughs) yeah. I'm going to ask real general questions. You're going to have to carry the weight on that interview. But nah, because I I saw that too. And I I listened to the JBP and and can understand where they're coming from because they don't get they don't get anything to gain. You know, from having him on their show, they already solidified. They already got their stamp in the game. They know what they are. You know, and they don't—they don't need a six-nine interview. You know, six-nine needs them for that stamp yeah. of approval right. more than anything, because he got—you know—six-nine got a platform himself. So he's—he's he's hitting up these, you know, credible podcasts to be able to speak his truth. But he really just need that, um, that okay from some niggas from niggas that are respected type of deal. Yeah. And that was an hour, hour some change interview. I like was scrolling through YouTube the other day and saw it and was like, man, if they had a three minute snippet, I would watch it just in case for the pod. Yeah. I can't, I can't give them sixty plus minutes of my life. I can't. Yo, but yeah. they, they be going hours and hours and hours. Man, I niggas ain't got shit else to do. I watch the eighteen minute snippet and be through with it. Like, like just not, not that it's bad. It's just like that's a long time to just commit to listening to something. In, in, in my own day, like I don't really have two and a half, where I'm just totally can just listen to somebody yet. <laughs> yeah, they they do that podcast like two three times a week, man. So like That's... normally like uh like when I do listen to it, when I finally finish listening to the one episode, they didn't drop another episode for the week. Mm-hmm. So like like yo, is it that much going on in the world that y'all can talk for two or three hours, a episode like twice I... a week? I, I I just don't got it in me. I watch the snippets and be and be just impressed with like that, like the fact that they get done and got to come up with two and a half more hours of content. Usually within, like you say, seventy-two hours or so. It'd be... <laughs> so, so Kev, there there wasn't ever an interview at the radio station you ain't want to do, or an hmm. interview that you got through it. It was like I ain't doing this shit again. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, Gary Owen. I'm never interviewing Gary what? Owen. What? <laughs> like what happened? You saw that? No, no, no. Gary, Gary's a cool dude. Gary's, Gary's funny. He's cool. Um, like I've interviewed him a couple times, and it just depends on what Gary Owen you getting. You know, uh, sometimes you get Gary Owen that's in a good mood, and you know, what I'm saying laughing, joking, and then sometimes you get, you know, I had a long day, Gary Owen, and he just bland and like. It's like like pulling teeth to get answers out of them. Like you know, you know, you always want to try to start off interviews about like, hey man, you're gonna be at the Dayton Funny Bone, call the blah 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 number to check out Gary Owen. You done seen him on this, 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 and this, and this. Hey man, what else is going on with you? And then they just go into they spill about what they got going on. You know, a lot of times he did that, but this is like one particular time. It's like nothing. And <laughs> just sat there. I'm like, all right. So then I was like, yeah, so you got this uh, Showtime special coming on called blah, 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 where can people check it out? Eh, you know, they can uh, check out my social media. I'm like, all right, man, I'm just throwing you the, these layup questions so you just right. can go pump your shit up or whatever. And I was like, all right, well, Gary Owen, Dayton Funny Bone, check them out. Like, all right, man, thanks. Like, Damn. Uh, man, like yeah, I'm, not, I'm not about to do this with you, though. Like, like, are you, like yeah, you're Gary Owen, you're a big time comedian or whatever, but like, Let's keep it real, man. You're you're on the on the circuit just like everybody else. Like if the show is sold out, you don't need to come to the radio station. You know, right. it's just it's what it is. Like, and like I don't know if you're testing my interview skills. Like, I don't know. Like, but right. hey, man, you're here at my job, <laughs> right? <laughs> my place of employment. Like, right. I was gonna do a radio show if you came or not. You're funny. Right. Did I go to the show that night? Hell yeah, I did. Cause he's a funny ass dude. But like, I don't know what he was on that day. So I was like, and matter of fact, he came again. Shouts out to the homie TJ Smooth. 
and he gave TJ the same treatment. That's funny. I was there, yeah. about the good. I was yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, so he vibe. did it that time, and then he came back, and uh, I remember Justin was like, hey, Gary Owen coming in. I was like, nope. Uh, he was like, what happened? I was like, nah, man, he was, he, I don't know what he was on, but I, 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 uh, I'm like, I'm not rearranging my day <laughs> last second, and he'd be on some extra shit or just not feel like doing no interview or whatever, like, and, uh, yeah, yeah that, sense, man, yeah. that shit was funny, because he was on that, too, and then when he got done with TJ, he dipped, and then Faith was like, where's Gary? I was like, that nigga gone. <laughs> <laughs> but see, you know, see the difference between, you know, I mean, it could be interview styles or whatever. And, you know, both of y'all know Faith. Faith is very warm and very outgoing. It makes people feel extra comfortable and everything like that. Get them to lay that, uh, what did I forget the term, relax, basically. And, yeah. you know, make it feel like more of a conversation than an interview. So maybe that's something on my behalf that I need to get better at. But, you know, when Faith does interviews with him, they go, they're being there for hours. Like any comedian, anybody that she interviews she has them in there for hours and like, yo, they just basically did my entire show with me. I just got to cut it up and put it in the system or whatever right. the case may be. So, you know, maybe I need to take some points from her to get my interview skills up because to be perfectly honest, I ain't interviewed nobody since March. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. my next interview is going to be bland because I ain't done it in a while, man. But yeah, you was there with TJ. Yeah. <laughs> so he doing the same thing with him, he right? He the same thing with him. <laughs> and I was just in the corner with the camera like, uh-oh, what's about to happen? <laughs> but yeah, as soon as that shit was over, that nigga beeline to the front door and was gone. <laughs> <laughs> Faith was yeah. like, where'd he go? He was, I guess he was supposed to do an interview with her, but nah, that nigga had other plans. Other plans, other shit on his mind. Speaking other of... Shit. uh. Interviews too. Did y'all see what happened with the uh, Carrie? Uh, what's her name? The ESPN chick. Carrie oh, Champion. That yeah, the Champion that did the Monday Night Football. And, no, that's that's uh, Maria Taylor. Maria Taylor. There you go. There you go. What nah, what, what happened? Man, she had on like some little leather fit. It was like a. It was like a. Uh, she was like Catwoman. Yeah, it was something, and and one, yeah, a, a leather a leather jacket on and some tights. It had some shoulders out or something. It wasn't yeah. even what? Bad. What's her and name? Some... <laughs> <laughs> it went oh, straight to Google's. Maria Taylor. Oh yeah, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she look she's looking looking nice too. Maria yeah, Taylor yeah, outfit yeah. pop right up. Okay. <laughs> but uh some some lady, I, I forget in what market, but some 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 lady had something to say about it and lost her job, man. She she said something on the on the fact that she looked like like hot girl out here. She was out here, you know, flaunting it and then uh, <laughs> the media the internet ate her up. You know, a lot of uh I think Jalen Rose and um uh who else did I see up there? What's the dude from North Carolina? What's his name? Uh Jay Will. Yeah, Jay Will. They was up there and uh, gave her ah. some flowers and, and kind of stood up on her behalf for doing a great job on her first Monday Night Football, you know, call, being a black woman. So they, you know, it, 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 it went there. But overall, it was, it, was, it was just fucked up that, you know, people ate, they ate her ass up for that. And there wasn't even <clears> nothing <throat> wrong with it. Ooh, it's, <laughs> a, it's a jacket. And like, yeah, this yeah, outfit ain't even bad. Like, I don't get what people is wigging out about. Like, that's all somebody else said. It looks she should be hosting the uh the porn awards or some shit like that. I'm like, what? And then like uh this must have been come from Maria Taylor week because Doug Gottlieb, he hosts a sports show on uh Fox Sports or whatever, and was questioning why she has uh votes in the NBA, like for the NBA awards. Like, yo, she's a, a host, she isn't a personality, she just hosts uh the show. And everything like that is like it's not me being sexist, you know. Doris Burke, she she's a broadcaster. She broadcasts games. She should have a vote. A host should never have a vote, or whatever. And uh, he was clapping back at him like, "Well, you're a host, <laughs> like right." <laughs> like so, like just catches like I just don't get it, man. Like like today, especially like today's world, man. Like people is just like coming for people's necks. For no reason, like, yeah. like, yo, she had on a leather jacket. 
okay, what what's wrong with a leather jacket? I don't get it. Like, I wouldn't have thought right. twice about this at all. If y'all didn't at say all. nothing, this is like a regular fit. <laughs> right. She got her shoulders out. Is that what niggas is, is concerned of? Uh, is concerned about? Like I don't know. Right. I don't know. I don't get it. I, I've seen don't... Cam Newton dress more <laughs> provocative than this shit. <laughs> Facts. That's funny. Oh Facts. my god. Yeah, they wilding. Cats be all up in their feelings, man. I just I think it's kind of like what you said a couple weeks ago. There's like people just looking for a reason to try to get themselves out there and go viral and be famous. For yeah. a hot second on social media, man. It's, it's got to be that, man, because there's no reason for anybody to talk about what she had on because what she had on mm. wasn't anything different from what I've seen media sideline reporters wear or anybody in general in media. Like, I just Russ Westbrook had his whole nipple out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Y'all, come on, man. Right. Niggas is wild. Hey, man, what happened to the Clippers, man? What happened to the Clippers? What happened to the Clippers? Hey, I love it. I love it. I had one wish this entire playoffs, man. Is that that for the the Clippers to to not advance? I was hoping the Mavs was going to take them out. I was hoping the Nuggets was going to take them out. And the Nuggets motherfucking came through. That was probably the worst fourth quarter playoff basketball I've ever seen, bro. When, Nick, when Paul George hit the side of the, of the, of the, of the uh, backboard. Icing. Bro, Icing look, on the cake. I, I look, he just went to my DJ shit and just kind of like got into my laptop a little more. I kind of I kind of just disregarded game seven. I just like, it's over. You know, <laughs> I get down, man. When we having great games in the bubble, you know, the tweet out, the, the text message I send out, the motherfucking association. Cause that's means that we got a we got a barn burner on our hands. There was no association, tech <laughs> right? Like, oh, this is how y'all going out. Like, y'all I just, love it. This is what's going on. Like, y'all y'all ain't even gonna score until the six minutes left in the I, game. Like, they're no, up I, I a fucking hate piece. Paul George, man. I do not like that nigga. And just seeing that nigga clank it on the side of the board it <laughs> sums up, sums it up for me, man. I it was made so the Nuggets fucking look happy. Like the Mighty Ducks. Bruh. <laughs> they, had, they had them looking like anything's possible. Paul George never says the right things after the game, bruh. <laughs> Going into game seven, this nigga talking about we're in the driver's seat. You know, I like the position where we're in right now. Like, the shut the not? fuck. Nigga, shut <laughs> up. And then after this game, he talking about we're just, uh, what do he say, a piece away? Or, he said uh, some dumb Harden, shit. Harden said that silly shit. Harden said that, okay. Say. He said this was never a championship year of bus fraud. That's a lie. It wasn't? Right. You bring in the NBA Finals MVP. You got a a Hall of Fame coach. They traded everything to get you. And y'all not trying to win the chip this year? Yes, you were. Facts. Because they only signed a, uh, what, two-year contract. So after this next season, they got the option to opt out. So, you know... if they don't win it next season, I don't see them see them coming back same full force again. You know, they got one more year to win this championship, or it's a, it's a Rapsky. But do they have one more year? Go ahead, Kill. Go ahead. Nah, just real quick. I'll say, do they have one more year? Because what's up with all what's up with all these superstars unfollowing everyone like in like a in like a uh, whatever you want to call it like a spoiled a, a spoiled temper tantrum. They broke up. Defeat. Yeah, like I see you guys in April. Like, <laughs> like yeah, man. I don't want to talk to anybody. What? I don't understand this whole unfollow and then that being a story we got to talk about for a day. And it, it, it was whack. It, it, me- it means that they mean business, and you take that shit serious. And Giannis got the right to do that, man. Because if they don't bring in, if they can't bring in, you don't like Giannis unfollowing the Bucks? Uh no, man. This is a. It's exactly what I said last week. It's whack. Like, why are you blaming them? Blame yourself because you airball free throws. Blame yourself because you can't hit a jump shot. Middleton out there balling. Like, people are like, oh, we get, we need another superstar. Middleton's a very good basketball player. If the yeah. M- MVP can't c- help carry you, honestly, they played better when he wasn't on the court. Yeah. 
The way yeah. I look at it, yeah. if if you unfollow, then you got to stick to that. So if you come back for for for, for preseason workouts, you, you you just out here trumping. You just out here saying some shit <laughs> and, and just and just doing something next month. So I I did have a question, uh, Dizzle. Why don't you like Paul George? Uh, this goes back to his fucking Pacers days, man. I, it was a, I don't remember who it was. I think it might have been either Lance Stevenson or somebody. It was in the playoffs, and Paul George didn't get the last shot. Uh, think Lance got it, bricked it, and in the post game interview, he kept saying, "I I needed that shot. You know, that's a shot I'm, I'm supposed to be taking day in and day out. Yada yada yada." And then we look at his career, and at at that point in time, he has not hit a game winner. Never hit a game winner in his life. Bricked it. I think they, he was like 0 for 12, 0 for something, <laughs> and had the nerve to say that. That's one thing. Um, I didn't like how he didn't come to Los Angeles Lakers. That was <laughs> another thing. You sure um, you want him? You sure you sure he can handle that, that time, pressure? At that time, yeah. And then uh, he went to OKC, and then he was like, the Lakers, they, they had to come and get me. You know, instead of waiting on me, they had to come and get me. Uh, that was another thing. He goes to OKC, calls himself fucking Playoff P. Who? Why? <laughs> For what? Because you haven't done anything. Game done seven it. of the Eastern Conference Finals versus the Heat. That's that's, that's his not, deepest playoff run. That's his deepest playoff run, and and nobody called you Playoff P. You're not clutch. So <laughs> that's another thing. Nigga jumps from OKC to fucking uh the Clippers. In attempt to take down the king. That's exactly why they did the Lakers, man. They wanted to team up and take him down. Yeah. They was all happy, happy hunky dory because they had the squad. You can go back to tweets from Lou Will, Pat Bev, like they, the whole squad was like, "Yo, this is the, this is it." Who you know got a team with this too many all stars? This nigga's averaging this off the bench. Like they had the squad. So go to the Clippers. Niggas playing pretty all right in the regular season. Come playoff time, pandemic P is in full force. Niggas bricking. I'm loving it. He's sucking on the going up against the Mavs. I'm loving it. <laughs> but then this nigga start talking shit again, man. Just oh, fucking take it back to OKC when Damian Lillard sent them niggas home. <laughs> this nigga got that's the nerve bad shot. to say that that's a bad <laughs> shot. He's been bombing 40-foot threes the whole series. The whole series. And he got the nerve to say that's a bad shot, man. So this nigga, he just talks so much shit. He says, I feel like all the wrong things that a competitor would say. And he don't back it up. Can I ask y'all one more question? And then we get back to the topic. How do y'all decipher what the most valuable player is? Is it a player... That is on a team that would not be a valuable team without him. Like they would not be with the position they are, or is it the best player that we consider to be in the league, no matter the situation? Can I go first? Please, please, because <laughs> I, I just want to hear how people look at that. Okay, so I know where this is going to end. This is always going to end with LeBron James. This is this is where it's going to end. For me, the most valuable player goes to the best player on the team that is playing the best in the regular season because it is a regular season award. We can look back to the year that Charles Barkley won the MVP. They went to the finals that year. They lost to the Bulls in six games. Michael Jordan was the best basketball player in the NBA at the time. But in that 82-game stretch of the regular season, the Suns not only had the best record in the NBA, Charles Barkley was playing dominant basketball. He deserved the MVP of the league. We can go to the year Carl Malone won the MVP. They had the best record in the NBA during that 82-game regular season. He was the best player on the team. Michael Jordan was still the best player in the world. He did not win the MVP. Shaquille O'Neal was the best basketball player in the world the year that Philadelphia went to the NBA Finals with Allen Iverson. But Allen Iverson led the league in scoring. They had the best record in the NBA. Allen Iverson got the MVP. So what people have to realize is this is a regular season award. What you do in the playoffs is not what goes on during the regular season. 
So what people want to say, well, you give it to the best player on the planet. We know LeBron's the best player on the planet. There was years that LeBron was doing the low management thing. So those those are strike strikes. I'll use quotation marks because there's no strikes against LeBron. LeBron is LeBron. We know that. But people want to give it to LeBron because he's the best basketball player in the world. But it's shown through over history of time that it's a regular season award. Yeah, LeBron, you turn it on and you take your team to the finals and there's arguments to be made that, man, you probably should have more MVPs, which you have every right in the world to believe that. I'm with you. Some of them should have went your way, like the Derrick Rose year. But let's not forget that that year the Bulls had the best record in the NBA. Yes. Had the third best record in the East. So there's your argument right there. I think it always got to go down to the best player on the team that has the best record or unless you're doing something unforeseen like the years, the first year that Steve Nash won the NBA MVP where he was putting up Oscar numbers, like the year where Russ uh, averaged a triple-double. Like when you do things that haven't been done since the 50s and 60s and stuff like that, then, all right, you don't have to have the best record in the NBA. But what people got to realize, it is a regular season award. And I think that it's being the regular season not only is diluted because you can look at like people really don't even watch regular season basketball unless it's a big primetime matchup. So people wait all year to get to the playoffs. And some people don't even watch the first round of the playoffs because we kind of like in basketball, you kind of know who's going to win. People don't start watching until the second round because that's where it starts to get real good. So the ownership and everything is all on the playoffs because now you look at a Giannis, he's a two-time MVP, but people discredit it like, man, that don't count. He ain't got no NBA championship. So, like, if the M- MVP of the regular season don't matter, then why people get so bent out of shape about it? So, mm-hmm. it's a regular season award. I think <clears throat> I think the NBA got to uh, give the award a little sooner. Like, don't wait till the Western Conference, Eastern Conference Finals to give a regular season award because that shit looks weird when your two-time MVP is on the couch and not, yeah. you know, gearing up for a game. So right. it's a regular season award. Give it at the end of the regular season. Get that out the way. And then um, talk about the playoff awards, you know. Like the regular season awards is, is all out of the picture, especially the MVP. You can do the all-NBA teams, all that shit. But MVP, just go ahead and get that out the way when the regular season's over. But – uh. I would say I'm, I'm more towards if you take this person off the team and they are now a lottery team, you are more valuable than a Kevin Durant on a Golden State Warriors, where if you take them niggas off, they still in championship contention. Yeah. It's like LeBron, he goes, he's on the Cavs doing his thing, wins a couple MVPs or MVP awards, leaves, and now these niggas are getting first pick. It's obvious that that nigga is, you know, more valuable than just a, another nigga on a, on a decent team. You know what I mean? So yeah. Giannis winning this, I would say, is he deserved it. The nigga averaged, what, 30-something, 15 rebounds, six assists. Like, LeBron wasn't putting up those numbers. Right. But if you take LeBron off the Lakers and you take Giannis off the Bucks. I don't know who's going to be performing better. Because like you said, it, Kev, like, they was playing fine without Giannis. Them games was close without Giannis. I mm-hmm. can't say the same without uh, LeBron, though. And that's yeah. pretty much my argument every year. If you take LeBron off the team, they instantly become a lottery team. Look at the Cavs now. Yeah. Train wreck. See? They a train wreck. I agree with both of y'all. And, and that's, why I, that's why I asked that question. Because I struggle with sometimes – like, I remember, you know, that question would have been for Luke Walton still without LeBron. Like, Luke, Luke Walton would have still been coaching the Lakers, and that would have been what they focusing on is building Luke Walton career. <laughs> it was what the Lakers was doing. They was trying to groom a young man to, to be here for a minute. Right. Yeah. That, that changed when LeBron came. And they was, what, 8, 9, 10, 11, somewhere in that range prior to. Then I look at, like what you say, LeBron has – arguably five, four to five weeks of the regular season where he C-plus effort. You know what I'm saying? He out there just doing Reggie shit. So <laughs> for, for him for him to be the dog that he is and can be, and, you know, when it's, when it's eight seconds left, he's sprinting. 
he's sprinting and rotating and doing everything he needs to do to make that play. But third quarter, he he'd be crying about something that didn't happen and don't rotate and the dude got a layup and he pointing out whose fault it is. I see right. every game, every game. Yeah. So Giannis do be out there giving one thousand percent. It seemed like every day and. It, the, I went to look on NBA.com and they have like a Kia MVP ladder article and the, the headline says Giannis improvement makes him our pick. So like he did improve from last year. He he did you know work on work on the jump shot. Got you know it ain't it ain't Daquan Cookish yet, but you know he out <laughs> he out there he out there putting up some shots a little more. Constantly. You got to respect it, yeah. You yeah, gotta respect yeah. It now. Uh, if he get hot, Kev, he he, he get hot. It ain't no he Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> <laughs> but but that comes down to my final point is Milwaukee is a much better team without Giannis than the Lakers are without, well, AD and LeBron. But what you know what I'm saying without without LeBron now LeBron got AD and Giannis don't. So Shit. I I, I kind of go with Giannis this year, even though I don't agree with 16 out of 101. Right for my guy, for for my guy. You know, and this is why niggas needed to slow down that Kawhi talk, bro. Niggas was ready to put Kawhi in the same conversation as LeBron. Yeah. Put him, niggas put him in the same conversation as Kobe, saying yeah. who's a better two way player, Kobe or Kawhi. And you can see the Raptors was making it to the Eastern Conference Finals almost every single year, and just met up with LeBron. Couldn't couldn't get past LeBron. LeBron leaves, yeah. Kawhi comes, and they. You know, they win the finals against a injured Warriors team. So let's not Injury act like Kawhi. part of the game, though. Injuries <laughs> happen, man. That's part of the game. But let's not talk like Kawhi took them down like LeBron did. You know what I'm saying? LeBron yeah. took down a healthy Warriors squad. A For 73 sure. and well, whatever they record was. 73 and 9 Warriors team. Kawhi took down an injured, no clay, no KD Warriors team, which is, you know, you got your championship. But you leave, and the Raptors are still in contention. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And I, They're not I'm lacking. A firm, I'm a firm believer that if Clay don't get hurt, they still win that shit. I am as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm a firm yeah. believer in that because Clay was starting to uh, cook in that. But um, one other point about this whole LeBron thing, like I uh, I listened to his post game interview about talking about the MVP award and everything like that, and. The one thing I took away from it and that I agree with 1,000% is sometimes people that are voting for these awards are voting for storylines and voting for narratives and everything like Mm -hmm. that. And there's no question about it that writers and people that vote for these awards do have, you know what I'm saying, certain agendas that they push. You know what I'm saying? They're pushing a certain agenda and they want that agenda out there. Uh, I mean... That that is fine because I mean you do look at you know what I'm saying he brought up a good point in the, and I, I watch a ton of basketball way too much basketball than I care to share but you know <laughs> I do watch I I did uh, watch Devonte Graham and I did see him like yo this dude is balling like you know like he's basically took the spot that Kimber Walker played with the Hornets like everybody yeah. thought Terry Rozier was gonna pl- take that spot me you know what I'm saying the go to guy but no it's it's him. You know, saying he went from like LeBron said, four points a game to like nineteen points a game. Like, like it, it is a narrative, and then you see the one writer talking about that. Uh, there's no way that he uh, he voted for uh, Zion for rookie of the year over Ja making his uh, rookie of the year not unanimous. It was only it was that one vote. One yeah, voter, right? Like, like any like, and I have a problem with Zion even being on first team NBA rookie. Like he played twenty five games, bro. I I got a problem with none being first team and hero not. What the hell? Yes. None. Yes. None out here. None out here. First team all rookie, averaging three points in the playoffs, and hero out here off the bench giving you thirty plus minutes. Like yeah. Kendrick Nunn started the early part of the season. He was starting in November until right, Dragic right. got back. So then when Dragic got back, he went to the starting lineup. They tweaked stuff around, and Tyler Hero started starting games. Like yeah. Tyler Hero drops bombs. He's been dropping bombs. He's a much all better. Season. He's a much better rookie to me. Yeah, he's he should be first I mean, team. I don't think yeah. I don't think Zion should be on first team all rookie. Here's that. Yeah. I mean, they didn't get through all 82 games, but. They played like what, 65, 70 games? 
Jive played about 60 uh 60 something games and he paid 25 like it's not fair like so yeah. I agree 100% with LeBron with that narrative that these some of these writers try to push and they try to push storylines over what actually happens on the court man so yeah but as a, a business the NBA wins with Giannis being the MVP and LeBron being mad to go get a chip and LeBron if LeBron wins the chip the NBA really wins cuz now they got the storyline of the whole you know, next year, what's gonna happen? You know, <laughs> so what's a what? what's a better storyline for the finals? Obviously, the best storyline is LeBron in the finals. But is it LeBron versus old team with the Heat, or is it LeBron versus the Celtics and a Jason Tatum and a Jaden Brown and a Marcus Smart and a uh, Kimba Walker? Which 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 brings more eyeballs in? I would say Celtics. Because they had some Celtics battles on the, paper, yeah. They they had some battles when he was on the Cavs. You know what I'm saying? And, super super young team. And you get the energy of the whole Lakers Celtics of what it used to be back in the day. But I would love to see LeBron beat the ten and two so far Miami Heat in the playoffs. You know, because that would be they've been playing more solid basketball to me. But the but the but Boston deserves like the Boston should be should be better, right? In my opinion. I, I think like Boston would give them a better run. Oh, you think Boston? I was gonna say the Heat. They got Bam. Bam could you know is the best matchup for AD. Yeah. Jay, Jay Crowder is a big body they could throw at LeBron. Um, and they just you know I think they just all around as a team is a little more meshed than the Celtics right now. Um, yeah, Celtics are still series. super young, but you know, you might one, be right, you might be right because uh, the way Tatum turns the ball over, bruh, yeah. <laughs> he's a turnover machine. I mean, as great as a basketball player as he is, he's a turnover machine, and you can trap Kimba because Kimba's like five ten, and they got big guards, so he'll mm-hmm. end up turning the ball over. But Dragic won't turn the ball over like that. So I don't know. I think eyeballs wise, you'll bring in more with Lakers Celtics. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just I'm just hoping that we get a game seven in the East, a game seven in the West, and yeah, a game nah. seven in the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. I want as much NBA basketball as humanly possible, man. Yeah, yeah. What's up with uh Bronny smoking a blunt on IG Live? I know y'all caught that. Hey, them memes had me so weak in the barbershop <laughs> yesterday, brother. I was over there like the loud snicker and everybody else having a conversation and then you break the ice and everybody look at you like, what you laughing at? I was over there losing my mind at like, they show one where like LeBron sees Bronny smoking a blunt, but it was a video of him like getting hyped to come out of the tunnel. So he was like slow jogging and then started sprinting. (laughs) That shit had me so weak. Bronny out here doing dumb shit though. You know you can't you can't you can't be hitting a bl- and that wasn't his first time because he had nah he had, yeah he know he what he was ex- doing expert inhale expert exhale yeah he, he, no he been cough. out here smoking yeah he been out here smoking <laughs> these blunts he been out it's here legal though it's, I don't I don't know the rules but they, he, I mean they in Los they in L A so that was the conversation I had I said that has to be a hard thing to manage for you know you got to be what eighteen or twenty one but in a town where everybody doing it and like. I can't imagine growing up and being like, we all did bad shit in our teens. We just didn't have to deal with that camera like they do. You know what I'm right. saying? So I, I just can't imagine the opportunities and, and, the, and the shit that kids are getting into. But then the urge to use something that, that they've used their whole upbringing is, let's put this on wax. Let's get this on tape so I can so I can laugh at it when it come up on my memories in three years. Like, nah, bruh. That ain't what you want to do. Not Bronny. He- Cause he what 14, 15? He he might get put off the team. Like they're gonna make an example out of this nigga. I think like, no, like it, it could go there. It could go no, there. It could definitely go there. What? They're not man. gonna do. Hey, look, man. All them kids is doing it. All of them. Yeah, yeah. And, and Killer, you being the only parent out this podcast family we got. Yeah. You're gonna have to deal with these things. Any minute now. Yeah. Soon, soon. Soon, soon. Any minute now. So the way, like, like people, like, talking about what is LeBron doing, letting his son do that, I'm like, what? Let? Nobody is letting their kid do these things, man. Nobody. Yeah. My mom wasn't letting me break curfew. I was just doing it. <laughs> like, right. I'm just going to yeah. do what I want to do because I think I'm grown. And you think they in a, a, 
a 2,000 square foot house, Bronny probably got his own wing in their house. His mama don't know yeah. what he's doing half the time because she probably don't feel like walking all the way down there. Like, right. that, doing what he want to do. Exactly. Just like every other 16-year-old out there. I just thought you know it was I- funny that LeBron playing the harmonica on IG. Like, <laughs> yo, is he trolling up? Because that's what everything is nowadays. Like, anything a celebrity posts after something happens in their life, we think they're trolling us. Like, they think they're poking fun at us. But I think that harmonica thing was hilarious. To <laughs> and, and and how do we know that, that the James family ain't, ain't pro, ain't, you know, ain't pro marijuana use? You know what I'm saying? They might be. Hey, Hell yeah, forward. that's why he keep, <laughs> that's why he keep bringing J.R. Smith along with him. You know exactly, but that was, that was that was the second best meme. It's that it's that meme with Jr. with the with the high squint. And he like, damn, Bronny found that weed. I lost at their house. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Bronny out here smoking it up. I, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm if that's the worst thing that he's doing, though, that ain't no big deal. Like, if, yeah. you know, he ain't no menace to society. He just smoking a right. blunt in his crib. But, you know, <laughs> do, you, do, you, do your thing, boy. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, obviously we can all say, like, man, do your thing, but don't post it on social media. But like you said, Killer, this is what they do. This is what yeah. today's youth does. They do whatever they want, like we did. But now they have this device and they put it on social media. And people wreck kids for doing it. But we got grown-ass People doing the same thing. We got people exactly. twice his age doing dumber shit on social media. I mean, exactly. hell, we got criminals. We got people that will steal something from a place and put it on social media. They'll go live when they're boosting something. So, I mean, right. <laughs> like, right. y'all reckon this kid, this child for it, but it's so many other people you could wreck, man. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Real quick. Before we get up out of here, I got to share this. If you brought up my kids, I got to get to share this at the beginning of the how'd you, how was your week. Uh-huh. So I, I get home one when, you know, I got my oldest, she in junior high now, right? So, you know, I'm trying to remember what junior high was like and some of the freedoms that you get and earn and, and get tested with and, you know, all that jazz. So I come home, she in there laughing, giggling, and this laughing, giggling, it, it ain't sounding like she's doing this for her females. Like, this. This laughing giggle got a little sauce on it. So I'm what? like, hold on. I'm so weak. I, go, I go up there. I'm like, who are you talking to? She like, my friend Layla. I'm like, check. Okay. My friend Sarah, check. My friend Josh, my friend Terrence. Like, they in a whole group, little FaceTime chat, right? So I'm like, oh, it's, so we out here, you know, but these, these every time Terrence says something, these, these lasses, he, he. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, so I, I it's like nine o'clock, right? I'm in my room being the parent that don't want to go get up and check, but I've already said something, so I'm in the room, but I still hear it going on. So I'm like, it's time to go to bed. The wife just look at me like, she 12, it's Friday night, and it's like nine o'clock. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I'm like, I'm screaming at the kids on some like, it's, it's time to shut the, shut the shit off. It's time I'm to weak. go. Nigga was call I hate it. So, <laughs> Keep so, hating, killer. Keep hating, brother. I, I gotta get ready because man, this shit is coming. Shit I was saying, say, what what was you doing at twelve? You was getting your swerve on. I mean, I would have loved to have been in a in a in the AOL chat with you know a couple of the females from school and a couple of the homies, and we laughing the the night away over over Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> but that wasn't my life, so I'm trying to re- kind of remember that that's what. You know, she's she FaceTimes her friends. That's what she all she has in 2020, especially yeah. any type of any type of kickback is involving a camera and the cleanest wall you can find. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 just man, it's nigga was hating. I, I just heard a little boy saying like Camille, if you like, they they playing some game and they on a like FaceTime chat, so they they gaming playing some you know game. But I Camille, if you grab that. Uh, sword, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you know, she ain't grabbing nothing. Five years, five years <laughs> of bad luck, and 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 she hit him with the ah ha ha, Terrence, you're so stupid. I'm like whoa, 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 this is, this is, this this is getting a little flirty here. What's going on? What's going on? I'm weak. But yeah, man, it's I coming. Like I don't like that. Yeah, shit. At, at all. <laughs> bed, bed, bedtime was nine thirty though. I cut that on a Friday. <laughs> Go read a book. <laughs> When I, when I ask her how junior high going, it's cool. 
So what y'all been doing? I don't know. I got so mad with I don't know this week. I told her January 1, 2021, I don't know. It's no longer accepted in my house. You're going to have to tell me something else when I ask you a question because we ain't, we ain't headed down that path. I don't know. Try to fuck <laughs> you off so you can go do what you want to do. Like, nah. It's I real mean, out here. That, you bring up 2021, man. A lot of people keep saying, man, man, 2020 sucks, man. 2020 this, 2020 that, man. 2020 got to be over with. People do realize... 2021 is going to bring more of the same, right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's just it's the just, next day it ain't going to switch it up. So <laughs> it's like, going to be bullshit. So my last question for y'all, man, when y'all going to feel safe going out? Dizzle, I mean, you 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 play outside already. You be out there borderline partying it up already. It's been very mild. I go over a couple <laughs> people, Chris, but I don't, I don't be at the bars. I don't I'm supposed to be going to Vegas in October, and I'm probably not going to be able to hit the casino. I'm probably going to have to figure out a way to gamble virtually. Um, so I'm still very mild with my turn up. You ain't see that story? The uh, the win, um, they tested, like, what, 15,000 employees? Like, five, 600 of them tested positive for the Rona? At the Wingate? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where we stand. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, man. Hell of a know, time man. to go to go to my favorite city in the world, man. Hell of a time, man. So if you think about it, so we ain't never going to feel safe. If this well, whole year say. we get, you know, programmed to be afraid of a cough, to be afraid everybody got it. If you don't got on a mask, you probably got it and spreading it like it ain't never going to be a point to where we just, oh, it's safe to go outside now? Okay, let's go. It's never yeah. going to be that, man. Clubs are never going to be the same. Bars, fucking movie theaters probably going to be extinct here coming soon. Shit is, shit is all different, man. So at this point, it's like you just got to... Sometimes you just got to do it, man. You just got to live your life. Outside <laughs> <laughs> the Rudy. It's never going to be the same. I think everybody just turns into like Howie Mandel, bro. Everybody fist pumping, everybody germaphobes. And the only way that changes is when, you know, the 45% of the people that's going to do this vaccine, you know, make it past the five and 10 year plan. Like, like people are just going to be mentally trying to see, like, are you taking this vaccine? Shit. If I, if, <laughs> if I do take it, it's because so-and-so take it, and he out here living his best life for the last nine months, and I'm still out here afraid, so I might have to get too, like, people gonna go through all that shit, so yeah. I, I think the term feel safe is, like, years down the road, but I think yeah. the, term, the term, like, almost like a military mindset of, like, hey, man, I'm, if I'm here, I'm, I'm gonna at least live my life and, and do the best I can while I'm here, because people are gonna get tired of, of living with that fear, so... It's, it's, it's going to get to where people getting the vaccine, people not giving a fuck, and what's the, what, what's the answer to that equation is going to determine people's, you know, are you getting touched by this Rona or not? Is people that you know and love dying from it, getting it, being sick, or are they getting it at home for two weeks, gaming, and then back to it? Like, like what's the outcome for your specific life that's going to determine how you feel? Yeah, I feel y'all, man. Uh, you know, shouts out to the wife, man. She keeps, you know, maybe we can do this. Maybe we can do that. This is a safe activity. Like, putt-putt golf is outside. Uh, top golf is outside. And me being me, nah, bruh. <laughs> What's on Netflix? So, you know, we are, we are quickly running out of time to do outdoor activities because, as everybody can tell, the weather is changing. Uh, it's starting to get cold like i think it was like 45 degrees this morning like yo it's a little gotta go get an extra blanket it's chilly so yeah. you know for me i just i don't know if it's get over the fear of it or just you know deal with the consequences of the rona and go try to go have some fun but like i told y'all about that time that we first time we went to the mall and i was just noited out and uh, I don't, I'm trying to think, have we been to the mall? Yes, we've been to the mall like one time, one or two times since. I was a little bit better. My anxiety wasn't through the roof. So, you know, maybe, maybe next week we'll go do an activity. Maybe. Uh -oh. 
Nigga. What's an activity? Just anything? Anything out yeah, the house? Anything. Shit, we ain't done shit. We ain't done <laughs> yeah. nothing. That's when I say nothing, we've done nothing since uh, March. Like, the only things we've done was go for walks, ride our bikes, uh, yeah. went to Dizzle the mall. Yeah, yeah, boom. That's like the biggest activity I did. And I was... <laughs> I was noisy then. And, uh, That's when it was hot too. <laughs> it was still on the popping. It's a little. It's, the hype has died down a little bit. And uh, I mean, I guess the biggest thing we did, we went to go see our parents. But you know, all that was outside, and uh, you know, shit. Like I gotta do something, like because, like I say, like this weekend, I was like, man, I need to do something. I need to do something, like yo. This, I'm actually this doing weekend. something today for the first time. What are you doing? I'm going to my barber's house to smoke the day away and watch football. <laughs> Yo, barber, one of the most dangerous folks, man. He be all the people lip, getting their line together. But he spray the seat down every time and wear a mask. So okay, I'm, niggas I'm will find the excuse. This is gonna be this is gonna be my first week of living life like this. You know what I'm saying? I'm a quarantine next. I'm gonna live this week all the way out, and then after killer vibes on the rooftop, we quarantine again. <laughs> you gotta live your life, man. Well, shit. Uh, you know what? Only, uh, go ahead. Go I was about to say, like, like you said, it's only a few, a few hot weeks left in, 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 in the summer months of 2020. So I'm gonna have to just, I gotta have at least one good time, right? Because <laughs> I haven't well, did shit. Yeah, okay. I haven't done a damn thing. Well, Ohio State start playing football again, like, I wanna say, like, October 24th. So. Once Ohio State back playing football, I I have another distraction, but <laughs> like that's like another like five weeks from now, so I might I go do something. Days of frickers, frickers in college football is way down the road for me. That's the thing I miss. Yeah, that's gonna be a minute for niggas just link up at the <laughs> restaurant type of exactly, deal. Exactly, exactly. Uh. All right, fellas, y'all be safe out there. Uh, doing what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gonna, we gonna, we gonna chill out today. <laughs> Today is a soft Sunday. Nothing on the plate. So we chill. Facts. Y'all boys be safe. Another episode, You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. We'll be out till next week. Peace. Peace.